Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intentional Marriage Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm here with my beautiful and talented wife, Cresta. Uh, say hello to everybody, Cresta. Hi, everybody. So, yeah, I don't know what to say now. You're t- tell them about your past and how we met. Oh, yeah, huh. All right, so our intention with this Intentional Marriage Podcast is just to share a little bit about uh, our journey, where we've been, how we got to where we are, and just share, sharing our lives and our story. What makes us us. Yeah, exactly. What makes us us. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'll give you guys a little bit of background about me, where I come from, and uh, then Crest will lead on, and we'll go from there. So uh, I was born and raised in uh, uh, the town of Bakersfield, California. I'm a California kid, and uh, was married at the age of 19, ripe old age of 19, <laughs> and very quickly went off to college, uh, start, started having kids. I was done having kids by the time I was 24 years old, and... I uh, was an overseas missionary, uh, did some time in Papua, Indonesia, uh, lived in a tribe, the Morup tribe, and was there for approximately five years. Uh, and around 2008, uh, we had to come back because of some financial issues that kind of arose out of what was happening in the States. And at that time, I knew I wanted to be in law enforcement, and I knew I did not want to be in law enforcement in California. So I looked around. Yeah, who would, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so I looked around. I wanted to go to Alaska. My wife at the time wanted to go to, uh, you know, somewhere with some civilization like a Target and Walmart. And, you know, I drug her to the ends of the earth. So I figured a Target and Walmart were a fair compromise. So we moved out to Casper, Wyoming. Um, I was a police officer in Casper, Wyoming for about five years. Had some back issues and had to move on and did some sales. But while I was in law enforcement, um, I met a dispatcher. Her name was Cresta. <laughs> and uh, we kind of start, started a friendship at that time. And uh, more, I guess, I, I, I guess you would say more like an online friendship almost because we talked to each other via IM a lot. Did not see, see each other much. He was in his car. I was in my... Your hole in the ground? My, my hole. <laughs> Your hole. <laughs> and... Uh, so, you know, we started a friendship there, and uh, after I was out a lot law enforcement, uh, things in my marriage uh, did not progress uh, the way I would have liked at the time, and things just started to, I guess, go downhill. Um, and as they were going downhill, I was trying anything and everything I could that I could think of to save my marriage, because at that time I had, well, still do, have two boys, um, and... You know, I worked various sales jobs, and uh, I was just working a lot of hours, was not paying attention to my marriage, um, was not being the father I needed to be to my kids. And eventually, my wife at the time decided she had had enough and asked me to leave. And if any of you guys have been there, you know kind of what a devastating that blow of a blow that is, not only to uh, yourself, but also that nuclear family you have. Uh, your kids, and, you know, as as much as you're upset and uh, mad at at your spouse, um, it's a devastating blow to them as well. And so at that time, I decided that I needed to get some help. I needed to get myself fixed um, mentally and emotionally. And um, I was, uh, of of all places, I was on TikTok, um, a good place to go look for advice. 
And when I was on TikTok, uh, there was a relationship. Uh, I don't want to say an ad, but type of an ad. And I clicked on on the ad, and I found a life coach, um, a life coach that specialized with men trying to uh, men dealing with themselves after, after divorce and, and how how to pick pick themselves up. So I got involved in that, and that really turned my life around um, in a lot of different ways. And it was it was beneficial for me. I was able to see all the areas that I kind of I kind of failed as a husband, as a father, um, and in a lot of areas, just as a, a human being. And uh, that that time that I spent in the coaching, the the things I learned there, uh, really made a a good impact. And I think I think you would agree, Cresta, really benefited us. Oh, absolutely. And um, I think everything about it did. Yeah, yeah, for that sure. That I know of. <laughs> right. I, I know secondhand. <laughs> right, right. And so, yeah, so uh, after I fin- finished my coaching, um, I ran into Cresta. But we're going to stop you there because I got to tell him about my background. Oh, yeah, you do. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, I was born and raised in Casper, Wyoming. Yay. Uh, cold, windy, amazing in the summer. The Amazing winter, in the makes, winter makes oh no. <laughs> you come from California. Yes. You'll never get it. <laughs> anyway, uh I I I was a completely different uh, story than Justin was. I had various relationships none overly serious. Uh I had I had a handful of unhealthy relationships off and on throughout the years. I I spent a lot of time in between relationships just being by myself. Um, I I always had my dogs to to get me through a lot of things. I relied on my family heavily. Uh, My mom and I were always very, very close. Uh, So through, I I think I've counted seven almost serious relationships. Uh, Some of them were somewhat healthy. Um, somebody made a bad choice here and there and that came to an end. Uh, so in somewhere in those years, I started dispatching, uh, for, well, it was for many agencies, uh, three different police agencies, the sheriff's department, uh, fire, EMS, all of that. Uh, that's when I met Justin and we were, we were friends. I. And that was even that was even push, pushing it pushing it, yeah, we were acquaintances, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> we were acquaintances who would talk because that's just what we did when there was downtime at work, we would send i m s um we would the type, middle of the night with nothing to do, type at each other, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, we would say hi in public, uh we knew we knew who each other was face to face, um, I even said hi to his ex-wife when I would see her. <laughs> uh, we even lived in the same neighborhood. Thank uh, you for that, by the way. What? Showing us the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it might be different today had I not. I know, right? Right. <laughs> so so I don't have kids. Never had my own. I mean, I have two boys now, but never had my own kids. Uh, I always had the fur kids. Uh, who, fur babies. Yes. <laughs> who Justin has adopted, by the way. I have. He, he's a very good fur dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he loves my wiener dogs. I do. Uh, they're they're not mine anymore. They have given up on me and and gone to him. Anyway, <laughs> our our uh, 
Our relationship started out very, very lightly. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, like I said, we were friends, acquaintances, uh, who would talk when we saw each other. Uh, not a whole lot in depth. Hey, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Uh, I would wave when I would drive by. Um, it's really the extent of it. I, yeah, right. I, I spent a lot of time by myself and just trying to figure out what was going on in, in my life, in my relationships, and trying to make sure that I knew that I was worth whatever for myself. I worked hard for me. Um, uh, okay, I got to be honest. I worked hard to keep a roof over my dog's head. <laughs> <laughs> Which you did well, by the way. Hey, I so it, it, all of that to say, I I was somewhat successful with uh, being single until my mid forties, and uh, so I, I guess we can get into the part where we uh, we ran into each other one night. Yeah, it was just one fri- fr- Friday night. Your mom was retiring. We um, hadn't seen each other in a year, year, year and a half. Not yeah. even run into each other. Yeah, and uh, I had gone out to I'd gone out with my brother in law. Um, I was by force. Yeah, by force. Uh, I really didn't want to go out. I was tired, um, but he wanted to go out. Um, and during the divorce, he was uh, him and my sister allowed me to live with them. So I felt a little bit of obligation to to go out with them, hang, hang out with them. And uh, in all honesty, he has four kids. And he kind of needs a break once in a while. So um, it was a good, healthy outlet for him at times. And so we went out. We were shooting pool. And I see an old friend. Well, and I I wasn't out out of obligation. I was out out of pure excitement for my mom. Yes. yes. (laughs) My mom and I, like I said, we spent a lot of time together. We were very close. Uh, We still are. Um, and, and she said, Hey, let's go get dinner. We ended up going to get dinner and then we ran into my brother and sister-in-law and they said, we're going to the bar. And my mom said, I'll see you at the bar. I was like, what? (laughs) I don't go to the bar. My mom doesn't go to the bar. (laughs) Yeah. Neither of us are, are big drinkers. Um, and so the bar really is not our scene, but, uh, we did run into each other there. And, and we will be spending one night at the bar every year, I'm sure now. Yeah, yeah, one night. One. That's about it. <laughs> um, and we will probably have one drink and yes. call it a night. A couple games uh, of pool. Yeah, a couple games of pool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I ran into her and, you know, he we wasn't just... going to come say hi. No, no, there's a whole other story about that. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I wasn't going to come say hi. Um, I had a bad experience the previous week when I was out with my bro- brother-in-law. At that bar. At that specific bar, um, we had been asked to leave, um, and we left <laughs> peacefully. Um, we we were not troublemakers. <laughs> you still are. <laughs> we were defending ourselves, but anyway, <laughs> on to the better part of the evening. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, very quickly, uh, Crest and I realized that, uh, I don't know if I would say we saw something there, or we just wanted to kind of hang out. Or kind of where each of us were mentally and emotionally, but some something clicked at the bar. Yeah, um, I, I I I'm not ashamed to say I I used to be a dirty smoker. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it was uh, February. Yes, it very was cold. Very cold outside. I said I'm going to go outside and smoke, and he said, "Well, you're not going by yourself." 
Yeah. Well, I think it was it at that point that I had taken my shirt off my back for you. You literally took your shirt off. Yes. I, and I think that was after. Oh, was that we went after? outside and I came in and got very warm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we came inside and keep in mind, I had not dated since high school. So my extent of dating was, do you want to go out with me? My extent of dating was excessive negative experiences. <laughs> and uh, a couple years ago, I had decided I'm not, I'm not dating anymore. I, yeah. I, no excuses. Like just, there was, there was not going to be any, any reason for me to change my mind. Yeah. And so I was like, Hey, it, if I were to ask you, you know, again, putting that shield up so that I wouldn't get rejected if she said no. No, he was putting it on me. <laughs> if I were to ask you, would you want to do dinner sometime? And she's like, absolutely, i do dinner if you asked. He said, okay, do you want to do dinner tomorrow? <laughs> it's exactly what I said. And needless to say, she did say yes. And, uh, and I have said yes every day since. You have, yes. <laughs> Continues to this day. A couple, a couple more important yeses in there than... Yeah, yeah. Than, than a standard day, though. That is true. Um, and at the time, I was in the middle of taking a new job as a traveling sales rep. And so two weeks into our brand new relationship, and I don't even know if we defined it as a relationship at that point. We didn't. And... He asked me for advice. Yeah. He, he said, I, I don't need your for you to tell me what to do. I just need to, like... I need a sounding board for this job thing. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, it was one of those jobs that just sounded too good to be true. And it I was still running, is. It, it, yeah, it still is. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have a very good job. Mm -hmm. um, I am not complaining. Um, I do travel a lot. And I would say that is the only downside to my job is the amount of travel I do. I'm probably gone 80% of the time. Closer to 90 maybe. But I, I just needed a sounding board because I, at that point in time, I was, you know, I was getting on a good path and I, I just wanted some outside opinion of, of kind of, you know, if somebody said they had this kind of job, what are your, what are your thoughts on it? Um, and again, the job sounded too good to be true. Um, and it really has not let down to this point, but that's a whole nother topic. But, um, so two weeks into our relationship, uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. Uh, <laughs> let's see if this works. And yeah, it did. We started talking on the phone and uh, it was probably uh, a little bit every night. And then it just progressively got more and more and more. I'd see her on the weekends when I got home, um, you know, because at that time my kids were 19 and 16. And so they were extremely busy. Um, they were working. Um, and so if my kids weren't busy, um, I'd hang out with them, but if they were busy, which they are all the time, I would say, Hey, what are you doing? Let's hang out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it just was, again, go, going back to the coaching and the, the life lessons I learned there, the, I don't want to say maturing, but I guess it was maturing, um, really enabled me to to see things differently to to be there for you differently as our relationship progressed um really providing that that safe place for you yes providing that uh that stability 
that which I, was also on top of the fact that the the coaching and how much the coaching helped, but I had not had that before. Correct. Yeah. You know, and that was something I, I was very upfront with her about is, hey, I've gone through this. Um, this is where I, this is where I want to be as a man. This is where I want to be showing up for you. These are the things that I find important. And I, re- I remember right away, one of your friends, her first response was, uh, that sounds a little too good to be true. Let's see if he's real. Something like that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, from my perspective, I was like, well, that's, that's just who I am. But wait, that was after you told her. Uh, I, I'm not here to change her life. I'm here to make it better. I'm here, I'm here to, to enhance, 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 enhance her life. Yes. And really, that's been my goal the whole time. Um, and as all you guys know, listening to the podcast, you guys do know that, you know, when you do get into a relationship, things do change. Um, that's just uh, That's just how relationships work. But my focus was not... Because she was, you know, she was in her 40s. I was in my 40s. Um, we were kind of stuck in our ways with certain things. and um, Still am. A little bit, <laughs> but that's okay. Every day we're learning and growing together. Still. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that was one focus that we had was um, just being there for each other. Um, and uh, it really grew into something pretty amazing, which is why we're here now. The intentional marriage part. The intentional marriage, yes. Um, so the intentional marriage is um, something Crest and I have put together. Um, and really our focus is just sharing what we have with other couples. Um, and, you know, being there for them, being a sounding board for them, talking to them, sharing the things that we've learned. Um, you know, because like Cresta mentioned, she she comes from, from bad past relationships. And again, not all of them were bad. Not all uh, of them, no. no. I, I'm still, I still speak with... You still speak with a couple of them? One, one of them. One of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, you know, and obviously I still speak with my ex. Uh, I still speak with your ex yeah. also. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, you know, and, the, and that's, been a, that's been a learning curve for us as well. Oh, another learning curve for me is being a stepmom. Oh, yeah, being a stepmom. Yeah, which I do have to say, you've been phenomenal. By the way, um, you, you could have not been have... so supportive. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are my kids, so well, you know. Yeah, you know, and you know, Crest as a stepmom has been uh, nothing short of amazing. Um, just being there for the kids, letting them know um, without being overbearing. You know, just showing up for them, letting them know that she's here for them. Um, and if any of you guys have gone through that, you guys know kind of what a delicate balance it is to, to have that. Um, and it's, it's really not easy. Well, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Um, their age, their ages. Yes. Uh, it would, it would have been probably a ton easier if they were young. Yeah, maybe. If, if they were six and nine. Yeah. It would have been a ton easier. Maybe. Whereas, like, know. now they're basically, a, you know, at, at 16 and 19, they're basically adults. And they have, they have that power in themselves to, to say, I don't want this person in my life. And, they, and they, can, they have every right to do that. Right. But I think that's more of a testimony to how good you've been with them. Right. That they are still showing up. And I, I think each and every day they are 
getting closer. Yes. With you. Well, I I know it's a big a big. Uh, it, it's a lot of joy for me when uh, one of the boys calls me. Yes. And says, "I need help. I need help. I got a flat tire." <laughs> Yeah, your dad's in a meeting. He's not going to answer right now. Uh, let me see what kind of <laughs> advice I could give you. And, uh, you know, um, full transparency, that one does live with us. Um, oh, only recently, though. Only recently. Um, but he's been, he's been extremely accepting from day one. He has. Um, he's, he shocked you. He, he thought it was going to be the other way. I did. I did. I thought my other son would be more... More and not that he hasn't been accepting. I I don't want to I don't want to put that out there because that's not accurate. I think he's he has struggled a little bit more with everything. Yeah, uh, I, maybe we should turn the the kids uh, the the parenting and I I don't like calling it step parenting, uh, but the parenting part into a whole episode. We could absolutely. We could talk a lot about those boys. Yes, yes, they're pretty amazing kids. Um, I, I did my best, and uh, I, I think my best was okay. You, you did amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, your ex-wife did a good job. Yes, yes. I, th- I think we were blessed early on by, by some of the advice we, we were given. Um, and it's one thing to get advice. It's another thing to take the advice and actually put it into practice. And I think uh, that was one thing we did well. Um, and I think that that mindset is what helped me through my coaching was taking people's advice, taking that attitude of being a lifelong learner, understanding that you don't know everything and putting that into practice. So, um, but that's a little bit about us and the intentional marriage. Um, so if you guys would like to learn a little bit more about us, um, you can check the show notes or you can go to www.deviationbydesign.com. That's www.deviationbydesign.com. And uh, has a little bio of us, uh, a little bit more about the intentional marriage and and what we're doing with that. Um, But, yeah, I think that's it for now. Is there any way that they can reach out and let us know what they're thinking about about, uh, how we're doing? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that, and then we can add it at the end. Perfect. Awesome. (laughs) Can't wait to talk to you again. All right.